That's my new. That's the new way I'm kicking it off strong. No. What's up? Hey, I, no, I'm gonna do uh, sexual napalm. <laughs> uh, do a little. Uh, I wanna get with you and your sister. I think her name's Deborah. It's always a good one. I've started out strong with that one before. I think. Starting out weak. Weak. That's a yeah. good song, man. You know, I listen to, I try to listen to a new podcast every morning. And, well, well, just because, you know, like I, when I wake up, I, I'm going to take a shower, I'm going to get dressed, I'm going to mill around the house for a little bit, and I just put a podcast on to listen to while I'm doing that. And if, if, it, if the show doesn't grab me in like the first two minutes, I go ahead and turn it off and I go to another one. Because I don't want to invest like half an hour into a show that doesn't grab me in the first ten minutes or five minutes or whatever. And I can't help but think that like our last twenty episodes have been real I weak. And the- yeah, I would have turned them off. <laughs> I would have been like, "Fuck this show! Who do these guys think they are?" <laughs> Did any, any of the shows started off strong? None of the shows started. No. Off strong. you ought to know by now. About <laughs> that, Billy Joel. Nobody, nobody does that. Now, That's right. That's what sets us apart. Own. Yeah, it sets us apart because we don't have an actual IOLTOS intro. We do uh, the intro and then we do the boringest shit possible, which is the housekeeping that no one cares yeah. about except for the people we talk in the housekeeping. Yeah. But, I mean, like, every podcast I listen to has their own, like, record, pre-recorded intro. You yeah, know? half the time those are lame, though. They are lame. It's those, all like, let's put the best clips from our show in the front and... Random one let's, let's let's make a horrible song that's like not catchy at all, but really tries to be catchy at the beginning. Not us. We have somebody else's song. Yeah. The show. Dead air. Dead air. Well, the oatmeal conspiracy is supposed to be making us a song, but they sure are crafting it. They're composing it. Taking their good fucking Mozarts over here. Mr. Holland over there spending his life on his own. Yeah. I would say, man, I went back and listened to uh, the book burning episode. Yeah. And that's like the the most solid 30 minutes in broadcasting. <laughs> that first 30 that, minutes. It goes from Whitney Houston to book burning to chicken baking. And <laughs> it's barbecue. It's awesome. It's really good. That's our, I think, I really want to put a poll up. We talked to Kevin about getting a poll up for what our best episode is. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, if you got a nomination for what you think the best IOLTOS episode is, my opinion is that it's uh, it's the book-burning episode, but you might have a different one. So, you know, the 
our five regular listeners send in a recommendation. We'll get them up there as a poll. Yeah, for the seven of you that actually have listened to all 42 episodes, yeah, uh, go back and um, and just think about them for a moment. Yeah. And the one that stands out is probably the, the only one you need to nominate. If you haven't listened to, um, if you're a new listener to I Only Like Their Old Stuff, check out episode 18. That's the Burning Books and Bacon Chicken episode, uh, or whatever it's called. But it's it's the book burning episode. And if you don't know what a book burning is, you're going to learn on yeah. episode 18. Um, well, I'm sure everybody knows what a book burning is. Well, welcome to I Only Like Their Old Stuff, episode 42. Starting it off strong. Starting it off strong. You can reach us at I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. You can go to our website, I only like their old stuff.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at IOLTOS. That's a good that's a good way to start off the show. Nice and not boring. Tell us how to get tell them tell them how to get in contact with us. Here's how to stroke our ego. Here's here's how to email us and let us know how to start the episode off strong. Yeah. Why don't you make your own episode, listeners, and we'll put that up instead. Since you're so, since you're compl- I always imagine they're complaining. This yeah, live show, yeah, yeah. you you have a really like antagonistic view of our listeners. Well, it's, it usually pays off because we it's usually you against them. That's what it is. It's you against them. And really, I have a scorn against them. I just I'm pulled love I'm hate pulled between the two. So let's get into the uh, housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Number one fan this week is Red Lotus Mama. One of our friends that uh, is in the Owl Watchers Club with us. She is, she, I was going to say, she's in the Owl Club. Yeah, and she's been retweeting our stuff, and I think she's been listening. So, Speaking of the Owl, <laughs> I, uh, I've been playing, and I've, I've played disc golf almost every day since we've last uh, recorded. And uh, Well, I've been out like the four out of the past five days. Yeah. And I've been going out by myself because nobody else really has the time to get out there and I'll make the decision and like within 30 minutes I'm on the course I'm just like yeah. I'm, I'll okay. go out do it I'll come back and do work and being out there by myself I usually run into other people and it's like a group of three and I'll just become the fourth guy in their group and where's this, where's this going <laughs> well for some reason the past two times I've gotten up with another group somebody's mentioned a bird and without hesitation, I say, "You guys seen that owl in a box?" <laughs> and, and and it's real awkward to be with like three guys you don't know who are obviously going out to hang out with each other, but like there's this random guy that shows up, and he, they're like, "You can play through," and I'm like, "Ah, oh, you mind if I just play with you?" <laughs> oh man, you're the worst. <laughs> Here's this weird not. guy shows up and starts talking about owl in a box. Yeah, and I'm like. Yes, owl nested in this box in this guy's backyard. He set up a webcam. And it's just really up- cool. My life is awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to make friends yeah. on this golf course. My life yeah. is like this. Hey, Red Lotus Mama lives in the neighborhood of the owl. Hmm. She actually lives where the owl is. That's how we found out about the owl was through how her. How did she find out that she lived in that neighborhood? Her- how did she know she lived in the neighborhood? Oh, uh, her father read about it in the newspaper and was like, hey, that's right around the block from our house. So, she, has she gone over there yet? No, there? she's actually really scared of birds. <laughs> she is. And she sent me a picture of her that's hilarious. That's uh, We'll try to get it on the uh, on the show notes. That It's her. She decided to face her fears of birds, and she went to the lorikeet exhibit at the zoo 
and you can feed them, and they like land on you. And there's all these parakeets, like lorikeets, landing all over her, and she's just got this look of horror on her face. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Mackenzie has become the Jane Goodall of Owl in a Box. Yeah? She's yeah, into it? She's been working at the She's hotel. not home, right? So she's watching it at work. At yeah, work. She's, watching, she's working at this hotel, and she's minimized it so that she can have it at the bottom right corner of yeah. her desktop, and she just leaves it on all day. And yeah. and she she calls the birds by their names, and she she'll just talk to me as if I, we're good friends. Yeah, me and Molly. She's like, I saw McGee and Molly yesterday. That's so. that's great, man. I'm glad that that's <laughs> taken off. I'm a little sad for I'm a little sad for all the friends in our circle that this is what it's become. It's like they have to apologize for us if they tell anybody about the show. They may talk about this owl. Uh. And uh. What are they kidding? They're the ones talking about the owl, too. Worse than us. Hey, I, I wanted to give another shout-out to uh, Bobito's dad. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he's been giving us some feedback on the show and stuff. And um, Oh, are his, they? Oh, are they? And Bobito's dad has a son, Bobito. Makes sense, <laughs> right? Yeah. And Bobito had uh, surgery to have his tonsils taken out this week. And yeah. uh, apparently it went well. And so we're hoping little Bobito is feeling better now. Is Bobito his real name? No, I don't think so. I think okay. that's his nickname. But uh, if Why? you where does that come? From? Bobito's dad. Where does Bobito come from? I need to know. Be- Bobito comes from Bobito's mom, probably. No, I mean the name. Oh, you mean the name? Okay. <laughs> I mean the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> He's funny, man. He's this little kid. He's got his little baseball uniform on all the time. But be his dad be tweeting pictures and stuff. Funny <laughs> kid. Um, number one hater this week is kind of, he hasn't given us feedback on the show. Yeah, he has. He's tweeting all the time about it. Yeah, he's yeah, like he's not tweeting constructive criticism. Nah, but he's been commenting on the show more than a lot of people have been. Yeah, you said no, there's too. not much you got to do to to be given more. Than Don't that. hate. Why you gotta I'm hate, not hate? I'm not hating. I'm just saying. Well, it's not enough I, feedback no, that you're would, giving us for free. No, I would like so you know. I I just haven't heard anything. Room for improvement. Always room for improvement. And when you say he's giving us feedback, I'm thinking, well, he's trying to give us you know notes on improvement, and I haven't gotten any notes. Now he's been hyping stuff up, and he's been commenting. Obviously, he's been listening because he's been commenting on stuff that's happening right. on the show. So, and that's and that's the case. I just wouldn't call that feedback. So we've got a you know our problem isn't to me. It's not a critique. It's just feedback. It's like interaction. What's well, your the, problem? Well, he's been giving us interaction. Well, yeah, he's been giving us interaction. <laughs> How about that? Do you feel better he's about been, it now? He's been Twitter acting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's awful. Speaking of Twitter acting, number one hater this week, this guy is a Pantheon fan. He does all kind of work for us. Like we just say, uh, draw a picture of me as a wizard with a chicken body and he will do it. And so, and I'd like for him to draw a picture of us as wizards with chicken bodies. Uh, I just a wizard. Well, you, uh, you need a bird body of some sort. So uh, a barn owl body, a barn owl body. Yeah. I, no, I don't want to be a barn owl. If I was, a, if I, I, we've been through this before. If I could be any animal in the animal kingdom, I would be a duck. And I, I will defend it. Awkward animal. No. Duck. Well, hey, okay, awkward animal, sure, but I'm a little bit awkward. But if you think about it, the duck has the best life of all. He can swim, he can walk, and he can fly. 
I dare you to try to come up with a better. You don't want to be any other. Saying a duck can walk is a stretch. That's just barely he can walk. That thing is not built to walk. That thing is bipedal (laughs) and walks across the earth. Yeah. However much he wants to. Barely. And then flies. Oh, wait. I'm tired of flying now. Now I'm going to swim. Oh, I'm tired of the water. I'm going to go walk around. That's the worst. I hope you never find a genie bottle and get three wishes because you're just going to waste them. Just just completely waste them. No. No. This. Pick a better animal to be. Anything other than a duck. No way. You. No way. You're so. Uh, Dolphin, a tiger. Dolphin can only swim. Tiger, only land. (laughs) Master of all the universe is the duck. It is not. It is too. Get off of that. I mean, let me get back on my hater tip. I got well. I got a question for Josh, uh, our resident science expert. I need to know whether or not a duck has a natural predator, because I don't think that's the case. What? Have you ever seen duck Thanks, kill? Who kills ducks? Uh, people. Well, I know people do, but that's not really you know. That, that's. An, I want to know a natural predator. For Anything a duck. would kill a duck, and, and my cat would kill a duck. Fuck no, because that duck's gonna fly away and laugh. Yeah, nothing, nothing could ever catch a duck. They're known for being so cunning. Um, number one hater this week. This guy almost, I mean, he's a Pantheon fan, so he can't be number one fan, but he was in our good graces because he was live-tweeting the show as he was listening to it. But then he had to finish it up with a good old kick in the balls to us. Um, this is for Clave, and Clave said... Oh, grab bags suck this week. You guys need to pay attention to how the science podcast, the one he's cheating on us with, uh, does it. He uh, does the trailer well, the th- thing. I think the thing was is that I mentioned when I was setting up grab bag that this was our best grab bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, I said, you know, this is our best one that we got, which is Trailer Park, where we review movie trailers and tell you whether or not to go watch them. And he said that we don't do it nearly as well as the other. That's the other one. That it's a. It's not our best grab bag, but he didn't suggest a better one. Well, go listen to that one then, Clave. We still love you though. No, um, no. <laughs> what? We don't love him anymore. No, we did. Don't go listen to the science podcast. We will get. Please a, don't listen we'll, to that anymore. We'll get Grizzles on to do another science episode. Yeah. Um. Oh, and an update from Hater last week. Wet cardboard box took the time to email us and say that he was honored to be the hater and. You know, I, and we're you know all is forgiven. <laughs> you, you only get to, you only have to be the hater for one week. One week, that's it. You know, what else did he say in the email? He was talking about some other stuff. I don't know a bunch of stuff. <laughs> uh, Who cares? Box, I want to know what you do for a living because he's always it's listening a strange to our job. Show. Yeah, he says he drives around a lot or whatever, and he listens to the Adam Carolla podcast and he listens to ours. Oh yeah, yeah, and so and oh. and good. Good stuff. That Adam Carolla podcast pretty good. I love the fact that I just mentioned that it's a good thing he listens to two, but yet we're hating on Clave. Yeah, for listening to two. Well, because we were Clave's first. <laughs> that said, they came out really bad. Clave first listened to a podcast. He listened to ours. <laughs> so awkward right now. Awkward yeah. is a ballad. Hey, and so into the donations section of the show, um, Mikey gave us four dollars this week, presumably right. to pay for his uh, his increased followers that we got him from last week. Yeah, and then by the end of the day, people were starting to stop following him, and he said, "We're <coughs> owing him money." 
Yeah, and hey, I wanted to shake it up a little bit this week, and I'm going to drop something heavy on you right now. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I, I thought that this week, since we've been getting donations for our uh, microphone fund, and we appreciate you guys kicking us a couple bucks for the microphones. We're trying to raise some money to get some microphones. Which, but, just so you guys know, it will not be in vain. When we have enough money to buy these microphones, Jiga will drive to my house and teach me how to use it. Yeah, and I'll never it touch will. it again. It will be proper. It will we'll be set, set up, up right, <laughs> and I'll never touch it again. And not be allowed to touch it. We'll put yeah. a little rope around it. Um, but I thought we could do something different with the donations this week. Um, I found out about a good cause. What's that? And uh, see, my my girlfriend has a friend whose son his her son is named uh, Arison. A-R-I-E-S-O-N. And the dude is about to turn three, but he's uh, he's undergoing his second uh, treatment for cancer in his life. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's a real, you know, it's, it's really rough, and it sucks for a kid to have to go through that. But they're raising some money for uh, the uh, Neuroblastoma Foundation, which is the type of cancer he's got. Mm-hmm. And I thought that this week, if we could ask our listeners to donate to that instead of us, that would be pretty cool do something good and uh their website is andrea and we'll put that in the show notes and if you want to just donate to us this week donate to us and we'll forward all the all of our donations this week to uh to that cause they're gonna get seven dollars richer well every little bit counts and we appreciate so, a couple bucks not, you know I'm so yeah well there we wow yeah that's a i figured you couldn't go against that <laughs> right, you you popped that on me. I just on the dropped show. that on you. So. <laughs> um, on Not air, that you would yeah. ever want to go against that because right. it's a good I cause, to... and I I don't know. It just uh, my girlfriend put up a post about it today, and you know, it, I, I hate to see a kid have to go through something like that. So, well, that's you know that that brings in, and we don't have to wax philosophic on this show, but right. Um. So I won't. Never mind. No, go for it. If you. No, I don't. Mm, I haven't thought it out well enough, and I don't want to try to articulate a point I, I don't have in my head clearly. But it was along the lines of there's only so much. You, I mean, like, okay, so what? You donate resources to things that you believe in, right? Yeah. Either financial or human resources. You know, your own time yeah. or your own money. And then it's like, well, where do you draw? How do you pick? You know, because yeah, because there's always something that's worth. Your time or money. I thought about that today, and I was like, you know what? You just have to. If everybody in the world would pick something every day to do something about, then the world would be a better place. It doesn't have to. You don't have to do everything. There's so many causes you can donate to, but if you pick something out, you know, to help out with, I think it's pretty. So cool. then, what is your litmus test? Do you donate to something that's like big, as big and daunting as, say, Haiti relief, or? And I, I guess I've got the answer right now, you know, because. You're hyping up. Uh, say the website again. Uh, AndreaNina.net. A n d r e a n i n a. Yeah, dot net. And it's got the story of, of her her son on there, and it's got some pictures of him and stuff. So. So the uh, so I mean, it's like, do you donate something that's a little bit more close to home, or something that's like you 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 may never know exactly what what your financial resources do. Well, I think it's important to balance it out, you know, because it's great. It's good. I mean, I donated to the Haiti Fund, and it's good to do that. But you also got to remember, don't forget about the other things that you can do, you know? Yeah. And um, there's always things in the world that need attention, and 
we, you know, I am not a rich person, but I'm a lot more well off than a lot of people in the world. And if I can help out by giving a couple bucks here and there to something, it all goes around, you know. Which is more valuable, financial or human resources? Uh, I would think human resources, but sometimes all you can do is give some money to something, you know. Sometimes you just don't have the the wherewithal to to do something personal, right. you know. So, yeah. okay. but wow, well, this is listed under comedy. However, there you go. Well, we can go into you know. There's nothing wrong with us hitting some important topics. You're right. You're right. So, there we go. There you go. And now we'll roll back into being jackasses. So <laughs> We'll roll back into being absolutely hilarious. Yeah. It's the, time to get funny. The laughs never stop. Yeah. As a, speaking of <clears throat>, laughs, and uh, somebody mentioned this to me mm-hmm. a while ago, and I haven't brought it up because I really didn't think much about it, but... He said that <laughs> I always laugh at your jokes, but you never laugh at mine. That's not true. It's just that your laugh is so uh, overwhelming. Mm. I laugh. I do laugh. <laughs> I assumed that when I said that, as soon as I got finished saying that, I just figured you were going to go for the low-hanging fruit and say, well, if you were funny, I'd laugh. Well, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> um, okay. No, it's not like that. There's plenty of times when I laugh. I just do it a little bit more understated than you. You, you got to laugh. I'm not more of a braying ass. I'm, I'm a lot <laughs> less of a braying ass than you are. That's the thing. The book but anything, there's like, you laughed in that for like a, a minute straight. At one of the things I said. Just a minute straight. Just through the show. The show was off the rails. <laughs> Book burning. I'm going to have to go back and listen to book burning. I might listen to that tomorrow morning. However, if it's not good within the first two minutes, I'm going to cut it off. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well. Yeah, dead air. Dead air. That's old. That's old. Um. So what? what's up now? <laughs> well, we don't have much to talk about. Well, let's just do the questions, and we'll see where that leads us. All right. We're, I've already been talking for 20 minutes. <laughs> well... Really, you were talking about the goodness of... Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that mankind is inherently good or inherently evil? I'm the optimist. I think we're inherently good. Okay. But I can understand why people would say we're inherently evil. I am the pessimist. I think that when people are left to their own devices, the the wickedness and selfishness in them will rise to the surface. Maybe that's why the show is so awesome. Dichotomy. I just I just know it just I I use myself as the test subject because when I'm by myself, which is most of the day, I become really selfish and evil. Well, I don't think. Well, yeah, okay, not yeah, really. No, I, I understand that. Like I myself, <laughs> like I I have those. I mean, I'm a outrageously selfish person, but for me, it, it's like a self-centered fear more than and and like when I'm acting out of fear, that's when I step on other people's toes. Yeah, and, and hurt them, you know. Um, but, but I think ultimately, no, I'm, I, um, and, and I can only say from personal experience, like, I guess, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to, I just think <clears throat> that I, yeah, for sure. I fear that we're evil or bad, you know, but I just have so much hope and, yeah. and I don't, I don't want to live. I don't want, what's the purpose if, we I, are not, if we're not good. 
Yeah, I appreciate that sentiment, but I don't, you know, and sometimes I believe it in my life, but I just tend to to swing the other way. That's why I try to seek out little things to do because I feel like, well, I've got to counterbalance the <laughs> my own the way that I handle myself, you know. Fact that you're an asshole. Well, I didn't want I mean, to put that, it in those terms, but just because you're an asshole doesn't mean everybody's evil, you know. No. <laughs> but, you know, Abraham Lincoln thought that uh, that we were bad, you know, yeah. inherently bad, and that's he recommended uh, he when he was a lawyer and speaking to law students. Yeah. When he was asked to speak, he said, "Never allow your clients to pay you full price before you're finished with your job. Half at the beginning, half at the end, because if you get full price, you're not." Gonna oh, that's an interesting point. Yep. For sure. Um, he was like the president before Clinton, right? <laughs> he was a little while ago. Yeah, okay. he was a little but um, you may not. Uh, he's the one on the penny. Okay. Yeah. Dude, Lincoln, greedy on the penny and the uh, five dollar. Yeah, it is greedy. Washington it? too. You know, it's like, well, there's other presidents. What about Calvin Coolidge? He ain't never been on nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, popular wisdom is that Coolidge didn't really do much at all. Come on, dude. His his campaign slogan was "Cool out with Coolidge." I can get behind that. <laughs> like he was saying, "Cool out with Coolidge" before cool was cool. Yeah. He probably made cool cool. But now he'd be like, "Chill out with Coolidge." <laughs> Chillax with Coolidge. Chillax with Coolidge, and cool would be capitalized. It would be with a K too. Change the K. Yeah. Keep it cool with Coolidge. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dead air. That's all. Coolidge is old. old. Um, I did a report on Calvin Coolidge, so he will forever be my favorite president. And when I was like in fifth grade. So, <laughs> when I, I was in fourth I, grade, I did a report on Andrew Wyeth. Yeah. And he was like the only artist I knew until I... Like, <laughs> he was your, your gold stuff. standard of... Yeah, I was artists. like, well, actually, Wyeth, yeah. Who? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Well, weren't we talking about something before? We were yeah. about to get into our. We were, but then we start. Oh, you asked if people were good or evil. Yeah, they're yeah. good. We gotta have hope. Gotta have hope. Uh, so, what have you been listening to? Um, two things. Probably okay. the same two things you've been listening to. Exact same two things, right. but I only put one down because I haven't had enough time to say the other one. All right. Well, um, one is uh. Jay Z's DNA of the Blueprint. Is which Jay-Z's or is it DJ Neil Armstrong? Well, it's Jay Z's work, but DJ Neil Armstrong, who has been Jay Z's traveling DJ for years, put it together as a thank you to Jay Z for all the all the opportunities he got from him. And uh, Neil Armstrong, DJ Neil Armstrong, is known for deconstructing mixes. So he'll take a rap song that has a bunch of samples, and he'll actually play the samples out longer, meaning he'll play the songs that the samples come from and then mix in the tracks um, into the, you know, until he builds it up until it's the actual sampled song all the way together. Yeah. And he, it, it, he takes, this, I guess, the Blueprint series and takes bits and pieces of it and mixes it in with a lot of the, uh, the samples and the songs that influenced it, along with some interviews and stuff. And it's what about an hour long mix? And a lot of, I mean, like it's all, it's all. It really is well done as far as like, um, 
the interviews set up the samples, which set up the songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like the whole thing tells a story, in my yeah. you know opinion. Yeah. It, take with a grain of salt. Well, I I I'm not the I like Jay Z, but I'm not a big. I don't know a lot about him. You know, I don't know a lot about his craft, and yeah. it would it was really inspiring to me to hear him talk about the songs and what influenced him. And it made me realize that, Hey, this isn't just a guy that just, you know, drops rhymes over a beat. He actually cares about how the song is crafted. And, um, you know, he, he puts his influences into the songs and there's just some really great moments in it. The, um, the New York state of mind or whatever, the empire state of mind mix where he mixes in a Billy Joel song. And I don't know, it's just really good. That, um, well, two things. One, well, three things. A response in three parts. Will the delegate yield to a possible series of questions? Now, um, that was from my <laughs> model UN, by the way. Anyways, Great. so the, um, <laughs> the, uh, fuck it, I'll talk about model UN for a moment. I joined the model. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, fine. That's fine. I don't have to. I used to wear leisure suits to the model UN. Uh, so indie. Keep <laughs> going. <laughs> Yeah. You're ahead of your time. The, uh, <clears throat> first, I had been on it. I go in kind of like phases with yeah. listening to music, and I hadn't listened to any rap or hip-hop in like about over a month, you know, except for the Childish Gambino. And um, really over a month, but like really longer than that. And this is this totally brought me back into it. Yeah. This whole – the. You know, when I downloaded it, I was like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll check it out. And then I was like, oh, it's one track. I don't know if I'm going to want to listen to it all the way through. I'll probably have a couple sections that I really like and then some that I don't. There's not going to be a way to get through them, whatever, whatever. And it was really good. Yeah. And that, yeah, that Empire State of Mind um, section of it, I woke up with it in my head for like yeah. straight. Not just one morning, I woke up and I was like, ah, the song's in my head. No, 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 no. I woke yeah. up and that whole section was in my head for like three days straight. And it is, I mean, it's, it really... It gave me a greater appreciation of that song in particular. That song is really good. And mm-hmm. I know it's real poppy and whatever, but it's just, it's, it, it's happy. It, it's, it's, I don't know, the way he delivers it is just like, I'm not, it's not like bouncing around happy, but it just, it makes you feel good. And the um, the pianist in it is great, and I love Alicia Keys too, and I thought she was really good in it. And it's just the whole thing together. It's just it's she a good... is really good in it. That, that she's gotten a lot of praise for her vocal performance in that, and um, the, yeah. the video oh. for that is really good too. I it's have a watched and, the video. It's all black and white. Really nice photography. Have you seen the video for On to the Next One? No. That video is you, that's right up your alley. You're really gonna like that. Sweet. I recommend. Am I in it? No, uh, a movie with me in it. Yeah. No. Um, but well, I will say that yeah, you're talking about the fact that he actually thinks about his music. But he, um, I was watching an interview with him. I think it was when he was interviewed by Bill Maher, which I don't. I watched the Bill Maher show real time with Bill Maher, but I don't really like Bill Maher's comedy. But I really like his guests or whatever. Yeah. When he had Jay Z on, he had a book made that had uh, a big B on the front. It was a black book, real thick, like three inches thick, and it just had a B for Brooklyn on the front of it. And it was a transcript of every verse that Jay-Z's ever had in the song. And he Mm. just gave it to him. But they were talking about 
him wow. putting together albums on on the show, and Jay Z was talking about how he goes through and he orders the songs in his, you know, the way he wants the album to go, and he wants it to be sold, you know, like listened to as an album, which is pretty refreshing to hear because you think, you know, we've talked about it with Modest Mouse, how like how it's pretty organic, how the the songs feel like they at least feel like they're in order for a reason. Yeah. But I haven't ever heard too many artists talk about the fact that, yes, they put thought into the ordering of the tracks on the albums. And um, and so, you know, when you were talking about the craft of it, like it reminded me of that. It made me think about it before, like before I even listened to the to the mix, because you were saying like it made me appreciate him as a craftsman. And I was thinking about that as I was listening to it, too. It was, it's a really good mix. It's even got like my favorite Jay-Z song on it, which is Renegade. Yeah. I was happy that that song made it on there. It's a good mix, yeah. Oh, and it's free. You can get it from DJNeilArmstrong.com. Totally free. Yeah. Really cool. Well, it does... He asks you to tweet. One tweet. Yeah. That's how you can know somebody downloads it. So we'll be watching our Twitter stream to see how many of you get it. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's how I knew you got it. I sent you an email, and then, oh, there it is. You got it. There it is, right there, Yeah. yeah. So the other thing I've been listening to is the Das Racist album, which we've talked about on the show before. Das Racist is... I'm uh, at Pizza Hut. I'm at the... Yeah, Taco Bell. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot that line of the song. But they have a, a, a mixtape. It's not their official album, which is supposed to be coming out later in the year, but it's a free mixtape, and it's a full-on album, and it's free as well. It's myspace.com slash Das Racist with a D, D-A-S, Racist. Um, and it's just funny and not too jokey, but just like lazy delivery, but it works. Weird beats and it's lazy beats too. That's the thing. It's like it's, but it's like it encourages you to bob your head. Yeah. Like there's some music <laughs> I, I can't help it. I gotta bob my head to it, and that's 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 what this is. Yeah, it, it, they just like mumble through some of the songs, but they create this whole set of references that makes it work and the um i love that the one dollar can that song on there yeah is there basically their ode to uh to arizona sweet tea tall boys oh yeah yeah they talk about it in the song about how, oh there's so many one dollar cans arizona you know they talk about being at the bodega and picking up some one dollar cans the one dollar tall boy which i love some arizona sweet tea you know yeah yeah it's, it's, it's a lot of tongue-in-cheek I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot of tongue in cheek without going too into the hipster territory. It's I don't more know about that. if you've watched any of the videos, they're pretty deep into that hipster territory. They're pretty L A T F H. They are kinda, of, but I feel like they're more just kind of absurdist. They're just weird. What are you doing? Uh scratching my ear. You juggling your microphone? No. Okay. So what's the height? Well, did you? That was your two music, right? We just... Yeah, I mean, I haven't listened to Das Racist enough to. I just burned the CD. I only listened to the three songs that I knew, and it I just got like it today. They kind of remade them a little bit, or like they cleaned them up a little bit. It's yeah, not... they mastered them and stuff. I think so. It's good stuff. I cannot wait to listen to it. I'll tell you that the hype is not out on it. The hype is here to stay, but I'm just really excited to put the CD in the car. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, my hype is, uh, we have surf kayak competition this weekend and I, 
A, had fun for the first time in a long time. Usually I'm real stressed out at them because I'm, I'm usually helping work at them and stuff, mm-hmm. organize them. And this time I just had a good time, and I got third in the most difficult class. So, What so, is the most difficult class? Is it the international? No, nah, it's high performance. International is the longboat, which is usually my specialty, but I just tanked and didn't do well in it. But the <laughs> high performance is the one that has the most people in it. Yeah. And I just kept advancing through the heats, and I wound up uh, third. I got beat by Speed Eddie. He got second. <laughs> Very, really close, really close uh, heats. So. How is that? How is that when you when you're competing against a BFF like that? It's cool. I mean, it, we it, there is a degree of fighting for waves in some of the heats, but we've gotten away from some of that as a sport, and so now it's just kind of like you do the best with what you get. But um, yeah, it, it's usually cool. I mean, we just we just have, it's a gentleman's agreement. We're gonna go out there and and give it our best. And I've beaten him before. I've come second to him several times. Yeah. Um, and I've I've beaten him before. And there's been times where I didn't think I deserved to beat him, and I did. What is and, uh, who got first? Uh, our friend Anthony. Yeah. And Anthony has won. Anthony wins just about every contest he enters. What um what do you when you're out there? So I say what you paddle out and you're are you given X amount of time like thirty minutes? Or you get what? twenty minutes. There's four of you in the heat. Twenty minutes and you get scored on your you ride waves like they, you would on a surfboard, but you're in a kayak. Right. They're made for the surf, yeah. and you get scored on the rides you do. And if you get you know you you get scored on your top two waves out of all the ways you surf. And you have to finish top two in the heat in order to make it to the next heat. So when you're out there waiting on waves, yeah. are you talking to Speed Eddie or are you just like in your head trying to get all, all it, spiked up? 20 minutes goes by, well, sometimes it's 15 minutes depending on how long the day is or whatever. But um, it goes by really fast, so you don't have a whole lot of time. But if we're in the same area, we'll be joking around or, you know. And when, when somebody takes off yeah. on a good wave... We all know each other so well that we're like screaming and yelling for him and stuff. And and um and what what are the judges looking for? It's um if you if you have any experience watching any board surfing at all, they're looking for good carves, like carving up and down the wave. Yeah. And cutting back to where the foam is on the wave, and also um so putting together a full ride using the best part of the wave, the most powerful part of the wave, and if you can finish with a big move at the end. Um, where we like throw the boat over our head or whatever, do a big flip, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, it's pretty good. But you know, it's a subjective score. They look at it and score you based on how they think you rode the wave. So they they don't. What's it scored out of? How many points can you? What's a perfect run? Um, usually it's a ten point scale. And do they devote like three points to this? Two points to that, or is it just out of ten? For Not as much anymore. It's, it's more of like just an overall impression. But like, the waves were pretty small, so fives were about the best people were doing. Sometimes sevens mm-hmm. this weekend because there just wasn't as much to work with. Yeah. But, and how do you become a judge? We use, we use we use board surfing judges and guys that have been trained to judge board surfing, and we teach them the differences between board surfing and surf kayaking. Huh. What are yeah. the differences? What do you teach them? Well, with a board, you're standing up on it, and there's a whole different dynamic because you're putting your weight 
on a, in a, on a surfboard, you're using like your weight pushing down on the back of the board. So you can manipulate it. A yeah, bit. but with the surf kayak, you're sitting more in the middle of it, so you're not pushing down on the back of it as much as you're sitting in the middle and carving. But a lot of it's the same, same kind of maneuvers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easier to get like a big air on a surfboard, but harder to harder to land it because you know in a kayak you're attached to the kayak, so mm-hmm. you have to land. <laughs> Are these uh, are these judges brass? Sometimes they are. Our judges are really cool. Um, they've been competing a lot, and most of the time, you know, surf kayakers and board surfers sometimes don't get along because board surfers feel intimidated. That, <laughs> well, it's true. Board surfers feel intimidated that some you know stupid surf kayakers are coming in their area and going to run them over. Yeah. And so most of the time our judges say, wow, I, I never knew you guys could do that. And I have a, a bigger respect for what you do and I realize that you're surfing the wave. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. And we're uh, we're hosting, the U.S. is hosting the World Championships of Surf Kayaking in 2011 in North Carolina. Really? Where? Uh, the Outer Banks. No way. Not far from where you were at in a place called uh, Buxton. And when is that? When when in 2011 is that? Probably the first week of October, I think. Am we're I going to be welcomed out there? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go out there and we're going to podcast live while people are 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 cutting it up. Cutting it up. But the thing is, we're not going to be recording it online. We're just going to talk into a megaphone. <laughs> yeah. We're just just shout it at everyone. Talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> Ochre jokes. You bust out some of your best ochre jokes at that. Uh, so, well, that's pretty hype. Do you have any other what's the hype? No, nah, that's that's it. So, what's your what's the hype? Uh, I got three things. No, two. Well, no, now two things. All right. I was gonna say Das Races. And yeah. The blueprint, but I've been listening to those. One is Angry Birds. Yeah, the game for the iPhone. Yeah, I. This was the first thing that I finally bought an app on on the iPhone. And I am not displeased with my purchase. I'm taking my time going through it. I'm only through the first stage. I just now got to the second stage where you get the exploding bird. Oh, yeah. I, I've already finished it. I just got addicted to it and had to finish it. But I got to give props to my girlfriend for, you know, she showed me that game. And I was like, oh, this looks stupid. And yeah. then I tried it. And it's really addictive. It's a physics physics game, basically, where you're throwing these birds. And it's pretty funny because you're, you know, fuck you, bird. Throwing yeah, these birds through the bird. air and trying to make them land in certain spots. And so, if you if you got an iPod uh, Touch or whatever, an iPhone, download Angry Birds. I I recommend. I give it five stars. Dude, you know my girlfriend. Finally, like it always happens like this. I was like, ah, oh, I finished uh, Bur- Angry Birds before you did, and she's like, no, I finished it two days ago, and then I went back and got three stars on all the levels. That's Which that's the best you can do, and I don't even see how it's possible to get three stars. I was going so through it just... trying to get three stars as I went. Yeah, and I finally gave up, and I was like, "I'll take two stars." Yeah, well, she went back and just shamed me. So once again, I lose. The other is that I'm I see I'm being ushered into the 21st century uh, these days, and I made my first eBay purchase. <laughs> yeah, you eBay. sent me a picture of it. Yeah. This uh, these the sandal company that went out of business called My Own makes some awesome sandals and environmentally friendly. 
Yeah. And uh, and they went out of business, and I was telling, I was wearing my my pair. Yeah. To school, and this guy was like, "Oh, those are pretty cool sandals. Where'd you get them?" And I was like, "Well, they're out of business now. You can't get them anymore." And he looked at me and he goes, "eBay." And so I immediately sat down and bought a pair. The last <laughs> pair that, like, the only there's like maybe 15 pairs on eBay, and there's only one seller that has three pairs that are my size. Yeah. They're all the same model, so I I went ahead and bought a pair. Yeah. And I called Mackenzie. I was like, "Hey, I I spent." money on a pair of sandals she's like how much i was like forty dollars she's like oh my god really <laughs> she was like you should buy another pair of those before they sell out <laughs> she's uh, like forty dollars for sandals she's like that's cheap i was like yeah. Man, that's a lot of money what are you talking about i don't spend forty dollars on an, an item of clothing but uh but i mean shoot i wear you know i wear my shoes until they have no soles left yeah i can't find my 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 ends i don't know where they are I can't find my ends. My ends, yeah. They're pretty good. So you can check them out on eBay if you want to buy a pair. I endorse them. M-I-O-N. To give you some perspective, Groove, I made my first eBay purchase in 1998. Oh, my God. I only like their old stuff. <laughs> Back then, it was it it was right after it started. Yeah. And um, it was so popular that you could not sign on to it. Have to you would have to sit there all. It was on dial up for one thing, but you would it would crash. You'd have to sit there for like three hours to get on it. That's ridiculous. And finally, when you got what on it, you, you what was your first purchase? You would buy anything as soon as you got onto it and you actually got into the site. You're like, I, I, I'll just buy this, My Little Pony. <laughs> I'll buy this, E-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just give it, it. Back then, the way it worked is something just popped on the screen and you just had to buy whatever it was. <laughs> you didn't get to choose. That's funny. Yeah. What? So what did you buy? I mean, do you remember? I can't remember what the first. See, I, 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 I started buying some stuff. I, I don't. I have no idea what it was. It was probably some kind of stupid action figure or something. But then I showed my sister how to use it that year, and she started making like two thousand bucks a month on it, selling stuff, going to the yeah. like going to the junkyard and buying stuff and selling it on there, and going to the thrift store. Yeah. Just selling junk on there and making a lot of money. So, Gosh. see the only re- I guess the reason that I never really thought to get into it is because and it, because like when the momentum was behind it, a lot of it was because people were making money on it, you know. Yeah. But I don't do snail mail at all. You know, I just yeah. don't. I don't like doing it, and so I um I never thought to give it a try because I was like, I don't want to mail a package. But I, I didn't really the thought didn't cross my mind that I could actually buy something because I don't yeah. I'm, I don't really set out to shop like shopping is not a hobby so I don't I sell I'm... stuff on there all the time it's a great way to sell no. stuff I've sold kayaks on there I've sold kayaking gear I've sold CDs DVDs so you got you got to lug a kayak to the mail the the, the post office uh, I usually do local pickup only on this. Oh. So people will schedule it. You know, they're coming through the area. They'll pick I'm, it up I'm, later or whatever. I'm looking around my house right now for things I can sell. I, I, I've cleaned house. I still have too much stuff, but I cleaned house this year and just sold a bunch of stuff on eBay. That's like an online yard sale. Yeah, it totally is. Speaking of, I only like their old stuff. Episode one. Yeah. Yard sales. Yeah. Speaking of, I only like their old stuff, bombs. I was in class today. And uh, and we got off on this tangent about like um, this idea about sociology and how the individual is affected by the macro and then the institutions in between. It's like cyclical or whatever, whatever. And 
the professor dropped this guy's name. She was like, has anybody heard of this guy? And the class was dead silent. And I just said under my breath, well, I only like his old stuff. <laughs> apparently, everybody in the class heard it because everybody started laughing. <laughs> and I did not mean for it to be heard. But, you know, whatever. So, moving on. The, the, okay, so what's not the hype? I thought you did. You not have more hype. I did, but it was the the music stuff. So we're good. Uh, okay. It was my my pair of sandals and Angry Birds. Not the hype is something that was hype and turned into not hype. Is uh, after the after this contest that we have here, we have two of them a year here, and we uh, go. Wanted your autograph. Yeah, it was side to. You, you got carpal tunnel. Run off, yeah. No, um, we we always get we go to the the fish market and we buy a bunch of shrimp because they have this real cheap shrimp and it's really good and we do like a, a shrimp boil at the guy that organized the, the the couple that organizes the contest we go over to their house and we always get too much shrimp yeah and i love shrimp it's delicious yeah and it was really delicious do you really love shrimp or do you just love the cocktail sauce no i love shrimp i'm not a big cocktail sauce fan you just shrimp's kind of bland Nah, I think it's still... If you put spices in it, this we put the spices in it, cook it with the spices. Okay. It's all... It's all uh, put some Old Bay in there. We had this other stuff this time. It's great. <laughs> anyway, cooking show. Okay. Um, yeah, so we bought... And I even said, uh, we always buy too much shrimp, and they were like, nah, 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 we need 100 pounds of shrimp. <laughs> Everybody needs to have a pound of shrimp to their own, Okay. And so we get all this shrimp, and of course we eat about half of it. And then they're like, "Well, you want to take some shrimp home with you?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So now I got this huge bag of shrimp. There's no shrimp left in the ocean. They're all in my refrigerator. <laughs> and, Flamingos are starving. Yeah, and now I've just been—I don't want to waste them because you know it's free food and they're delicious. But yeah. I've had to force myself to eat them That's, because you sent me a picture today of just a big bowl of shrimp. I ate that whole bowl of shrimp. <laughs> and the I was problem just, with it is that it wasn't shelled. Oh yeah, it's work, and that's the thing. It's like I don't like my hands being dirty. Yeah. So that's the only downfall of the shrimp is it gets your hands dirty, and you can never get them clean ever again. They smell like yeah. shrimp for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so I've been eating like I'll eat lunch, and then I got to wash my hands fifty times to get the shrimp off them, so I can get back on my computer. And uh, yeah, it's been like work. I've had to force myself to eat the shrimp, which I guess is a good problem to have, but yeah. Well, yeah, but when a, too much of anything, too much yeah. of a good thing. It's definitely too much. And my cholesterol probably shot up like 500 points, so I think it really affects your cholesterol. But Does it? Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be high cholesterol food. I've been drinking a lot of espresso lately, and that, that really does it the same thing. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I, yeah. Drink, I drink espresso every day. Well, good luck with your cholesterol, which I'm thinking, I'm wondering if cholesterol is real. What is it? What is cholesterol itself? I don't know. Well, it's fake. <laughs> yeah, for sure it is. I don't believe in it. Go ahead and live with that knowledge. <laughs> I went. I took my first walk of the spring today. I, I was get. I was in this habit where I was walking in the fall, just taking walks, you know, in the evening. Nice, get a little exercise after sitting behind the computer all day. Do you take a stick with you? Yeah, stick and shoe off the dogs with it, yell at the kids. <laughs> My next-door neighbor, grumpy old man, used to uh, take walks in the evening with a stick. And I'd say, what is that stick for? He said, it's my doggone it stick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's creative. Yeah. Doggone uh, it. 
I, I just I like to take a walk and think about shit and just let my mind, you know, roll. And that's real deep. That's real deep. <laughs> well, I, I always like take a walk and think about shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so I took my first walk tonight to walk off some of these fucking shrimp. <laughs> and I still feel off bloated. Yeah. Wow. And I'm probably going to have to, I have to, I'm on a schedule with this shit, so I'm going to have to eat some more shrimp after we get done with this. Oh, <laughs> uh, how much more you got left? Uh, but I don't think it's, I don't think that any of them are gone. I think it's, the bag is refilling. <laughs> They're mating in the bag. Yeah. Hmm. That's a lot of showing. What's what's you're not the hype? You don't have one. No, I do, but I think it may it may still it may belong in the hype still out category. So I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just gonna. All right, what's the hype still out then? Hype still out is that I uh, wow, great segue. <clears throat> I've decided to in order to get better at disc golf, I'm gonna tweet my disc golf score every time I play to publicly shame myself into doing better. And it's real tempting to to act like I'm better than I am. Because, like, who's going who's gonna to fact-check me unless they play with me? Nobody's going to know what the fuck you're tweeting about. Well, it doesn't matter. Two people are. Two people. Well, that's good enough. Because those are the only two people that I'm tweeting to. Myself and Grizzles. Oh, good. Everybody, you're going to be unfollowed. It's a massive I'm gonna, unfollows. I'm going to be followed a lot more because I'm hashtagging this golf. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you sure want those followers. I'm sure. <laughs> I have gotten when I, when we went down to the USDGCA or whatever uh, championships, and uh, I was tweeting live or whatever from there. I got like seven followers. There were just guys that apparently had disc golf up in their search column. They're like, ooh, I'm gonna follow this guy, and it's people trying to like post videos of like tips on technique and stuff like that. And I'm whatever. What's your hype still out? My hype still out is the Walking Dead uh, TV series just got the official green light this week. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a six-episode series for season one. Mm-hmm. And it could be really good, or it could turn out really bad, depending on how they cast it and how they how true to the story they stay. And That's one thing about like comic books. You've got a storyboard. True. Why are you going to go outside that? Like how hard you've got your dialogue, your storyboard, you've got everything you need to make a fantastic show. But somebody's going to get their fingers in there and meddle it. Do you think they'll yeah. do it black and white? I don't know. I think it can only be done in black and white. It's That's what I think. I think Maria said she felt that way too. She just has just read the whole series. Yeah. And she really, she likes it a lot. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not as as concerned about that, but. Well, okay, it's on AMC. Is that yeah, right? it's going to be on AMC. Do you know when it's going to come out? Uh, probably not for another year. Yeah, I thought that they had already picked it up, but it was just a pilot. They greenlit it. They ordered it, but now they've greenlit the series or something. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What have you been surfing? Um, wait, did you do your hype still out? You did. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple. Well, what I've been watching i got two things i've been watching all of russell brand's stand-up comedy specials mm-hmm. and I, you know russell brand from uh 
Saving Sarah Marshall is what he's most known from in America, but he's Saving Sarah Marshall. Or what is it? Forgetting it, Sarah Marshall. I didn't see Bruce Lee in, in Saving. Dragon. I, I was thinking of Saving Silverman. Yeah, yeah. Mix those two together. That's the sequel. Well, I would say that Russell Brand is strikingly similar in appearance to Amanda Peet. <laughs> yeah. So I can see where you got that mixed up. <laughs> I used to listen to his radio show on BBC. Uh, that he did a podcast of it. It releases on the podcast, and it was really good. It was really funny, but then he got in a bunch of trouble and had to quit it. <laughs> and his uh, latest comedy special is all about. It's called Scandalous, and it's all about that time. And he's not. He's not always as funny as he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. He alternates between being extremely overconfident and being scathingly uh, self-critical, and yeah. you know self-effacing and but he commands a room and he if have you seen any of his stand-up specials no i've only seen his videos well he he i want you to see it because he has a, a great command of language and he slips into a bunch of different accents and things when he's doing characters but he he uses a lot of vocabulary but he doesn't just use it just to use it mm-hmm. he's like you just did with scathing Right, yeah, like that. No, but he, he's very, he'll be really crude sometimes, but then he'll be very eloquent in what he says, and it's kind of the juxtaposition of those two. And he's just really funny. I don't know, I like it. I don't like everything he does, but uh, it's the specials I've been watching him pretty good. Can I tell you what my original height still out was? Sure. And you can decide whether or not we're going to weigh in on this. Sure. You can say uh, pass or keep, and we'll yeah. talk about it or not. I'm still out. The Pope. <laughs> I'm going to say that's not hype. No, no, no. Obviously, not it's not hype. And I don't. I, I, I was going to put it in what's not the hype, but um, pass or keep? Are we going to talk about this or not? Uh, no. Go, uh, not. I don't right. know. So w- w- that was the first thing you've been surfing. What's the second thing you've been surfing? Um, I just wanted to bring up Drunk History because we've – We've put it on the show notes before, but we haven't really talked about it. And Drunk History is is this series of comedy shorts. Uh, what's the guy's name that does them? I forget what his name Andrew is. Andrew McKee? No, 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 no. Um, Doesn't matter. Anyway. That's old. Search for it on YouTube. There's like seven or eight of them. And it's basically somebody gets drunk and tells a story about from history. And... Yeah. They obviously the people obviously know a lot of the facts involved, but they mix them up, and they there's a lot of anachronisms in it. the 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 stories are acted out as the drunk person is telling the story by famous movie stars like Michael Sarah and you know big comedy store stars, um, John C. Riley and uh, like I just I just said John C. Riley and Don Cheadle. Yeah, and. Oh, uh, Jack Black plays Benjamin Franklin in it. Yeah. Check out, the first one is hilarious, uh, Alexander Hamilton with uh, Michael Sarah in it. And uh, somebody that we know, Duncan Trussell, is actually in one. Yeah, he's in the most recent one. So I, knew, I, I thought as soon as you were bringing this up, like, oh, yeah, we know somebody. But, I mean, whatever, it's pretty cool. Well, I, it's not, I, I only like their old stuff. So I, I, I liked it before our friend Duncan got in it. But, um <laughs> No, it's kind of cool, though, to be like, well, shit, I know somebody who knows John C. Riley. <laughs> well, there's no proof that they filmed that together. Duncan may not have met John C. Riley. Yeah. 
And I tell you what, watch the video. I'm never going to look at pineapples the same. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of vomiting involved. So if you have a weak stomach, you might want to check it out. But yeah, just look up Drunk History. It's actually being featured on the Funnier Die show on HBO, too. Yeah, it is. That's, uh, uh, yeah. I, I haven't been watching the Funnier Die show on HBO because the first one didn't really snag me that well. Yeah. And, you know, it was all right, but I'd rather watch it online where I can choose what videos I watch. Yeah. And, um, I forgot what I was going to say. It's all right. It's cool. Oh, there you go. What are you surfing? Um, the Scarface school play. Have oh, that's seen? all over everywhere. It is. There's every- not a single person in my Twitter stream who hasn't independently tweeted that. Yeah. Have you watched it? No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm boycotting that. You don't need it's to too boycott. too popular. No, come on now. Too popular. Popular for a reason. Too popular. <laughs> You've got like seven-year-olds probably. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know age ranges of kids. If I look at a kid, it's a kid, you know. <laughs> it's either a kid, an infant, a toddler, a kid, or a teenager. Right. So in between toddler <clears throat> and teenager, you're, all, you're, you're the same age as me. I'm still mildly scared of you. I don't want to like hurt you, you know, or I don't want to say something to like mold your perception. That's like to my whatever, you know, I don't know, whatever. But these kids and they're kids, they're not teenagers, they're not toddlers, but they're kids and they're on the younger side of kid are, it's a, it's a video clip of the last scene of Scarface and they're doing the school play and they're saying like fudge. Yeah. Fudger. And the, there's a cocaine mountain out yeah. of popcorn on the desk. And there's an, like a stuffed lot. I mean, it's weird. It's really frightening. It's definitely on the Rushmore tip. Because um, in Rushmore, yeah, it's yeah, the thing yeah, is yeah, acts yeah, out is. these plays that are inappropriate for school plays. Yeah, but at least they're in high school. These are kids. Right. These are like seven-year-olds doing this. And the, it's a really gruesome death scene. At oh, the my end. God. I mean, I mean, they're shooting each other with Nerf guns, but it's like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's fucked up. Is what yeah. It is. But the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this can't be real. This yeah, Apparently it isn't. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, the, but they're sitting, like, the film is from the perspective of an audience member, and you can tell that there's other people in there. And that kid had that's playing Tony Montana... Is been, it had memor it must have worked for a month to memorize those lines. Yeah. Not once did he mess up a line. Like he jammed all the way through it. It was crazy. Um and the other thing that I've been surfing, our buddy Ryan had a YouTube clip up in his G chat status of uh, the one little scene when from Saved by the Bell when Jesse's doing caffeine pills. Yeah, I confronts her, and she, yeah, you know, I'm so excited, I'm so scared. Yeah, it's so good. I watched it like seven times, and then I went down the rabbit hole of YouTube Saved by the Bell clips. Ridiculous, and then I went and watched um, Mark Paul Gosselier on Jimmy Kimmel's show as Zach Morris. Really? Yeah, he he dressed exactly as Zach Morris. He looked exactly. Like Zach Morris, and he went on the show. And this is just yet another nail in the coffin for Jimmy Fallon. It was a really funny concept to have him come on and act as Zach the whole time, and he would do his asides to the camera and stuff. But it didn't work with Jimmy. It would have been really good with 
anybody else. Wait, it was on. You said Jimmy Kimmel originally. I'm sorry, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's a big Jimmy, difference. A huge difference. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy Kimmel would have been fine. Conan would have been great. But um, but Jimmy, it was just like I mean, clearly Jimmy was in on the joke, but he was like he was too. He was he was playing the oh this isn't real, but he was doing it too much to where it was like it made it not funny. It sucked all the humor out of it. Mm, yeah. And then and then they played that song that Zach Morris played when he was on Saved by the Bell, and he played guitar. Mark Paul Garsley or whatever played the guitar. Yeah. It was horrible. It was <laughs> horrible. That man cannot should not be given a guitar. He couldn't play it. So. Hey, uh, speaking of Ryan. His favorite series that we do on this show called Bucket of Dicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a lot of Bucket of Dicks activity lately, so check out our Twitter stream. And if you see a Bucket of Dicks somewhere, and to, for those who don't know, Bucket of Dicks is somebody who parks improperly in a parking lot. Either they take up a handicapped spot, or they take up two spots, or four spots, like somebody tweeted today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the. We're, uh, waiting We're waiting on that $2 million book deal. Yeah, bucket of dicks. Bucket of dicks. So t- tweet, send us a picture with your iPhone. You know, put it on one of them Twitter picture things. I suggest picture with a K, P I K C H U R. And uh, yeah, send us in your bucket of dicks that you see out out and about ruining parking lots everywhere. I had a little uh, twist on bucket of dicks this morning. Yeah, we've talked about the family stickers. Oh yeah, the yeah the Disney stickers. Yeah, there was somebody that had yeah it was all they were all wearing Mickey Mouse hats and they had Mickey Mouse on their shirt. It was a it was a, a mom and dad, four kids and a dog, all wearing the Mickey Mouse ears and all bucket of dicks. Yeah, and it was on on an excursion. It was just bucket of dicks. Right it's now. always some giant SUV. Um, yeah. Nine times out of ten, Spencer sent me one a day that was bucket of dicks. But it was a picture of his truck, and somebody had parked way too close to his truck. Yeah. And the other truck was the exact same model and color of his truck. <laughs> so it looked like a mirror image. <laughs> and he hasn't gotten past He's on episode four now, I think, so he hasn't gotten a bucket of dicks yet, I don't think. <laughs> so he didn't really know that, that's the, just that I would be entertained by that. He just sent me the picture, but. Really is. Welcome to Grag Bag. Grag Bag. Groove's been really worried about Grab Bag tonight, and we didn't put the time and effort that we normally do, which is a good five minutes during the day. We didn't even do that uh, to put together a good Grab Bag for you. So I, he was like, "I really want us to have a good Grab Bag," and I just responded, "Well, if wishes were fishes." Dot dot dot, and he said, "Okay, well, we'll do that." Well, I did also. Well, we're gonna have that, and we'll do if wishes were fishes. I got something else for us too, though. Oh uh, well, hit, hit me with what else we got, and then we'll do wishes or fishes to if finish wishes it up. Wishes were fishes. Okay. Well, I did put out on the Twitter stream. You know, uh, do you have any suggestions for grab bag? And uh, Mr. Columbia, famous twenty twenty followers by twenty twenty, uh, follow him on Twitter at Mr. Columbia. Uh, he says, what food is worth $20, and what would you not eat for 20 clams? What food is worth $20? Yeah, and what what food would you not eat for $20? Hmm. 
I don't know. You need somebody giving me twenty dollars. Yeah, if somebody's going to give you twenty dollars and said you got to eat this first, what would you? I'll do? go double on this, and this ties in with my wishes or fishes. Nice. Uh, twenty dots. Another bowl of shrimp. Yeah, no. It's funny that's that works in too, but uh, no, sushi's worth twenty dollars. Okay. Good sushi. Yeah. You know, a good little sampling of sushi. Yes, Mira Shy. Um, and uh, I would not eat for twenty dollars. I would not eat like four pieces of sea urchin. <laughs> I wouldn't even probably eat two pieces of sea urchin. I'd eat one for twenty dollars. That's really good. What's yours? I wouldn't do it. Well, I concur with you. Sushi's worth twenty, but I wouldn't eat two pieces of sea urchin for twenty. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I made the mistake one time of paying twenty, and then trying to eat two pieces and could only get down one. Yeah. Eat my own boogers. Um, I would say that a delicious. Okay. If somebody took Oreos apart and just scraped off the white stuff inside, yeah, I would eat a bowl of that. That would be worth twenty dollars to me. Yeah, somebody were to, and as a matter of fact, if they were to mix in what's inside, <laughs> this is maybe this isn't worth twenty dollars. But if somebody would take, you know, the oatmeal cream pies that they have, yeah, yeah, little Debbie, the white stuff that's on the inside of that, and the white stuff that's on the inside of the double-stuffed Oreo, and just made a nice little bowl of that, maybe put some milk in it. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> You're a disgusting person. I used to, well, <laughs> I used to uh, when I was a kid, and I would be able to eat an oatmeal cream pie, which was like maybe once every three months, I would picture myself in a room where I would have to eat that white stuff to get out. Yeah. That was like heaven to me, the idea that I could just eat that stuff. Which I haven't had a no milk cream pie in like three or four years, so I'm not sure I would still like it, but I'm pretty sure I would. I love it. Delicious. And I'm thinking that that's going to have to balance out the richness of the, of the white stuff with the Oreo, because you get too much of that, which I have. It gets a little bit too rich. It's a little bit too sugary. It makes my teeth itch. You know what I mean? When you eat something so sweet, it makes your teeth itch? Yeah. Okay. And I would not eat a bowl of rutabagas. For $20. <laughs> I don't even know what a rutabaga tastes like. It's, it's bitter. That's what it is. It's bitter. It's, it's like a turnip kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's only a turnip, but worse. It's hmm. worse than a turnip. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, if wishes were fishes. Well, if, you know, if wishes were fishes, it's one of those sayings, then, you know. That I've but... never heard until tonight. You hadn't heard that? No, I always heard... Wish in one hand, shit in the other. See which one fills up faster. Same kind of thing. Which yeah. I never understood. Which one fills up faster? I don't know. What? What's the point of that cliche? Wish in one hand, shit in the other. Because I'd be saying, well, I want to do this. And my neighbor would always say, well, wish in one hand, shit in the other. And I'd just be left confused, so I wouldn't say anything. I, I don't know. But the the if wishes were fishes is another one puzzling thing that people say. But I always say, if wishes were fishes, there's some way that it's usually finished out. If wishes were fishes, then blank, blank, blank. Mm-hmm. I, but the way I like to finish it is, if wishes were fishes, I would eat sushi for every meal. Hmm. You know, because I wish for a lot of things and don't get them. But, you know, 
Okay, I understand it now. See, you got it? If wishes were fishes, then we would have fucking nasty-ass fish everywhere all the time. (laughs) We'd have a big bowl of shrimp and everybody... Just be dead fish everywhere, yeah. Uh, But that made me think when you said that. You ever had a sushi hangover? Yes. Sushi hangovers are the worst. It's not so much the sushi hangover as it is like the immediate regret. Of like when you get in the car and you're like, oh fuck, I'm sick. I'm gonna well, that that's what I'm talking about. It's okay. the sushi hangover starts. It's sushi is expensive. You feel the need to eat it all, yeah. um, and it's delicious. And you're like, well, I don't eat it that often, so I better eat it all. And it and definitely doesn't keep that well. Right? No, it doesn't keep. You can't take it home. So then it's like, well, oh, should I eat one more piece? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> no, it's there is definitely too much of a good thing with sushi. You can have too yeah. much of it. It comes pretty fucking quick, too, because you're sitting there, and you're talking, and the music's good, and you're having a good time, and you're eating your sushi, and you're like, man, this is really good. I haven't had it in a while. And then all of a sudden, as you're reaching for that piece, you're like, oh, shit, is this the one that's going to make me sick as you're eating it? And then you immediately, you have to reach for another one. You're like, is this the one that's going to make me sick? Yeah. And then all... you don't realize it was the yeah. one three ago that, ma- that started the sickness. Yeah, it... It's the worst, you know. It just it, you feel really bad, and you're like, I'm never eating sushi again. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's good because it doesn't it means you're not going to spend all your money on sushi all the time. But um, yeah, I was on a date with a girl one time, and we both had the sushi hangover. And on the way home, it was like, both of us like, uh, uh, don't talk to me. Yeah. Don't yeah. talk. You know, when you're trying to hold back a vomit, and you like, when I'm about to throw up, I don't want anybody to talk to me. Because yeah. I don't have to explain anything. Yeah, yeah. Both of us were like, uh, hey, no, 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 just don't talk to me. I can't, yeah. I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> yeah, so sushi hangovers. Well, if wishes but, yeah. were fishes, I'd be a little bit taller. <laughs> You'd be standing on the fish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I wrote down, I wish I had more hours in the day. I wish I was a little bit taller. I guess I wish I was a baller. Yeah? Yeah. What was that, too short? No, that was Skilo. Skilo, that's who it is, yeah. I always got, when when CeeLo started to hit the scene, I always got them mixed up. And this is very, they're they're not similar at all. <laughs> that's a very, yeah. that's an CeeLo and CeeLo, two different guys. Very different. That music video was good, though. He was yeah. all and shit. I like to take walks in the evening and think about shit. Yeah. that's That should be the, the episode title. Now, if Wishes Were Fishes really ought to be the episode title this week. Well, too bad it's starting off strong. Yeah, I guess we have to stay with that. You got anything else? I guess I'll have one last thing. I And I just now thought about it, and I was going to interrupt you during your sushi hangover talk, but I didn't. But I was pretty disappointed to find out that you don't like Broken Bells. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't, I mean, like, I, you don't have to prove yourself to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, because, like, you don't like you don't like it. I'm not nearly as, you know, I'm not that disappointed because I like it so much that you're, you not liking it doesn't affect my perspective of it. Thank God. Because if somebody ever hates on it, especially with Delaney, well, sometimes Delaney brings me to the light about stuff. Yeah, I was I was in the darkness at one point about James Blunt, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty good," because I I had it and I was listening to it by myself. I didn't realize, oh what, yeah, the mistake that I was making. 
I was like, kind of, you know, it's not bad. You know, it's pretty good music. And he gets uh, and immediately starts making fun of it. And I'm yeah, like, that, that's, I'll never listen that, to it again. But thank God, you know. He did you a favor, yeah. Really did do me a favor. But at that time, I was like, I, I questioned everything that I knew to be true in yeah. the world. Because, if you know, if I liked it and Delaney could make fun of it that quickly and that effectively, like, and be right about it, because he was right about it. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> That I was wondering, you know, well, I didn't have that same questioning uh, when you said you didn't like Broken Bells. Well, it's all right. So I wasn't going to bring it up because I didn't. I I don't hate it in that I crusade to make sure no one listens to it. Yeah. Um, I to start it off, I love the Shins. I'm probably I would say I'm a bigger Shins fan than you are. I'll concede that. Um, not by a whole lot. I'm definitely a bigger Danger Mouse fan than you are. For sure. And this is the Shins and Danger Mouse together, as we've talked about before on the show. It just bored me to tears. And I tried and tried and tried, and it just bored me to death. Huh. I, there was nothing that caught my my ear with it. I, just nothing interested me. It was so boring to me. And I've read a lot of the reviews, and the reviews are basically split. There's people that say it's great, and there's people that say it's hideously boring. Well, I guess, you know, if, if you're a huge Danger Mouse fan and you're a huge Shins fan... You're thinking when they come together, you've got the expectation that when they come together, it's going to be better than their respective projects. Right, you know? and for me, it's not better than anything they've done separately. Right, it's worse than what they do separately. Well, um, Oh, and that's one that, uh, that Bobito's dad has uh, given us feedback on. Yeah, he that, did. He, he did say that he agreed with me, that he was hype about it, right? Yeah, he liked, yeah, he liked it. Yeah. yeah, which is cool. I mean, it, it's definitely mood music. Yeah, and uh, and and if if it doesn't meet that standard for you, then you're not going to like it. You know what I mean? Um, I encourage you to check it out, and the next time you think you may be in a mood, though, that where to you fall like, asleep, <laughs> and maybe, at night, I won't take my sleeping pill tonight. I'll just put that on. I'll just put that on. I want to cry myself to sleep. Well, the um, I, I'll say that uh, from the HBO programming that I watched, one of the touchstones of like their whatever their comic relief uh, finish out the night show is, you know, which has been Entourage for a couple of years. Entourage has always been kind of on the cutting edge of, like, what's new in the music scene. They have great, usually really good songs to finish out their show with. Yeah. And um, and this season, it's How to Make It in America. Yeah. It's the same feel. I mean, it's got the... Um, the entourage optimism, if you will. Yeah. You watch it and you're rooting for these guys to make it. And the end of the last episode um, was the first track off that Broken Bells album. And it was like the first time where I didn't go find out what the music was that was on the show. It was that it came on the show and I knew that what it was. Oh, that's old. Wow. No, that's what you said when you heard it. Oh, no. Well, I was that's like, old. oh, wow. I, you know what? I think I kind of did. Oh, I know what that is. Well, I will say, I'll weigh in, though, uh, on a previous Hype Still Out from, like, way long ago. Do it. I've been, wa- I've just, I've been watching the Pacific, which is... Yeah. I, I was worried that it was going to be the poor man's band of brothers. Oh, that's on now. Yeah, it's on. They just did... This past Sunday night was the third episode. So uh-huh. there are three episodes out of ten. Uh, they're doing ten episodes or whatever. And it's... Um, it's good. It suffers the same kind of thing that it's okay. So it's about the Pacific Theater during World War II, and 
Band of Brothers was based off a book, which was based on E.T. Company, which was this guy that, you know, writes historical nonfiction or whatever. Yeah, I read that book, yeah. Right, okay. So that book became Band of Brothers. This, this miniseries is based off three different guys' memoirs. Mm. And um, so they've, they've kind of weaved these stories together, and they've made the Pacific out of it. And when you think about World War II, you think about – you know, uh, you don't think about the Pacific theater, you know, and it's, it's kind of like suffers that, that kind of, uh, mentality where it's like, well, I wonder what's going on in Germany right now, but it's still really super good. It's, it's really effective. I don't have the same kind of attachment to these guys that I did during Band of Brothers, but there's, I don't think there's any, you know, legitimate uh, problems that any anybody can cite with the way that they're doing it. It's, it's it's well done. It's not the same in as much as it is like they started out at home, whereas in Band of Brothers they started out at boot camp. Yeah. And um, this last episode, episode three, was all about their time off in Australia. Hmm. So there was no violence in the show at all. There was no war, nothing like that. It was all what they did while they were in Australia. Um, which is pretty cool. It was a good little break, but it's it's kind of gruesome. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I mean, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, I, I suggest it. You know, but, but check out uh, how to make it in America as well. Cool. You like it? It's it's good. Um, that's that. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, if you <clears throat> like, we mentioned earlier in the show. Um, donate to, uh, go to andreanina.net and if you want to donate in, uh, Arison's name for the Neuroblastoma Society, you can find the link on there or you can donate at IOnlyLikeTheirOldStuff.com and we'll forward all of our donations this week over to, to that good cause. And, um, thank you to Miss for doing the show notes and thank you to Kevin as always. Uh, kevin-delion.com and uh, thank you to all the listeners out there. Thank you, Clave, everybody else. If you got any suggestions for grab bag or anything to talk about on the show, you can email us at iolulikeyouroldstuff at gmail.com and you can follow us on Twitter at IOLTOS. Yeah, and make sure to check the show notes if you're interested in anything we've been talking about because we may be quoting things wrong in the podcast, but Miss gets them right as far as links go and everything on the show notes are no longer necessarily on Twitter. They are on our website. Finally, like your old stuff.com. Yeah. So You're one of thanks for the listening biggest stars in the world, but for people who don't know you, just tell us a little bit about where you come where from. You come from.
But I'll be hood forever I'm the new Sinatra And since I made it here I can make it anywhere Yeah, they love me everywhere I used to yeah. cop in Harlem All of my Dominicanos Right there up on Broadway Pulled me back to that McDonald's Took it to my stash spot 560 State Street Catch me in the kitchen Like a Simmons whipping pastry Cruising down A Street Off-white Lexus Driving so slow But BK is from Texas Me, I'm out that bed stop Home of that boy Diggy Now I live on Billboard And I brought my boys with me Say what up to Tata, still sipping my ties, sitting courtside, Knicks and Nets give me high five, nigga I be spiked out, I can trip a referee, tell by my attitude that I'm most I made the Yankee hat more famous than the Yankee can. You should know I bleed blue, but I ain't a crypto. But I got a gang of niggas walking with my click though. Welcome to the melting pot. Corners where we selling rock. Africa been by the shit. Home of the hip hop. Yellow cap, gypsy cap, dollar cap, holla back. For foreigners, it ain't fair. They act like they forgot how to act. Eight million stories out there in the naked. City is a pity. Half of y'all won't make it. Me, I got a plug special where I got it made. If Jesus paying LeBron, I'm paying Dwayne Wade. Three dice Zelo, three card Marley, Labor Day Parade, rest in peace, Bob Marley, Statue of Liberty, long live the world trade, long live the king, yo, I'm from the Empire State, that's... No. 